You are now listening to the IBU Podcast, episode 54. My name is Jay Torres, and with me tonight is my co-host, Nick Pro. Nick, what are we drinking tonight? Glad you asked, Jay. I'm very excited for tonight's show beer. It's actually a collaboration, and as you listeners of the show will know, we love collaborations on the IBU Podcast, of course. And tonight's show beer is uh, by two of our favorites, and actually... I guess you could call them the co-winners of our favorite breweries of 2017. Wouldn't you say yeah, that? Yeah, I just realized that you pick Cellar Maker and I pick Alvarado Street, and guess what? They just did a collab. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. And tonight's show beer is, they're just released. Uh, we are recording on Monday, January the 20, what's today, Jay? 20, 22nd. 22nd. This was released on Tuesday, January, I cannot do math, Jay. Help me out here. The six, seven, last Tuesday. Oh, last Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, last last Tuesday. And I guess the best way of putting it is I've been looking forward to this collaboration since last year around SF Beer Week when their last collaboration dropped, which was on the, on the Alvarado side. And as you may know, listeners of the show, there's whenever two breweries do a collaboration or even more than two breweries, there's always one... I guess hosting brewery, I guess you could call it. And the last collabo was hosted by Alvarado Street, and it was by, uh, a collaboration by the name of When Doves Cryo. And it was, um, they use cryo pellets uh, for the hops with the beer. And at that time, it was one of the first, if not the first, instance or, or beer that I saw with that format used of hops. So it was really exciting, yeah. obviously, to, you know, at that time, Cellar Maker was more established. Alvarado was more up and coming about a year ago. And to me, it fell flat, to be quite honest, Jay. So um, since then, I've been telling my friends, man, I cannot wait until they do another collaboration. And here we are. Nice, nice. So this one is called Big Lots. You mentioned the, you, you, you mentioned the beer name, right? <laughs> it's, yeah, it's a, it's a really interesting beer name. And um, actually... If you look at the can, it, it does say that. It says, um, and the can art is is really cool. We'll, we'll get to that in a bit. But yeah, it's Cellar Maker Brewing Company uh, in the middle of that, Big Lots, and then Alvarado Street Brewery. But if you go on Cellar Maker's website and you check out their beers that they have on tap now, you will see it listed as, quote unquote, um, let's see here. It's uh, Collab with Alvarado Street. That's the actual beer name. And oh. yeah, so if you're kind of paying attention here, yes, the 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 term or the phrase "big lots" was removed, and this was called to my attention by my buddy Tasty Beverages. Uh, he messaged me and he said, "Hey, check this out," and we kind of knew right away that they were probably served with a cease and desist. And <laughs> big boo, big boo to big lots, pun intended, pun not intended, whatever. Yeah, that's that sucks. But at the same time, when looking at the wording and the spelling, um, I wasn't too too surprised. I mean, they didn't put an extra G on the big or an extra T on the lot. Uh, I mean, they could have they they could have they could have done something that differentiated it to kind of prevent this from occurring. But you know what? Obviously, they're they're two smart breweries and, and pe- smart people that run them. They probably knew this was going to happen. They did it for, yeah. for for to build some hype, and I guess in that regard, they succeeded. Um, but speaking of hype, Jay, um, I'm really hyped up for this and yeah. just pouring it out, which I have already done. Um, the aroma, it's just it, it's it is absolutely bursting out of the glass. 
Yeah, that oh, was man. the first thing I noticed as well. Just the smell just jumps out at you. I already oh. can tell that this is going to be uh, hopefully a really good oh. beer if it follows the aroma. Oh, it's so far so good on this one. I mean, last their last collaboration was actually a West Coast single IPA, so definitely very different in that regard. This is obviously a, a double IPA clocking at an 8.2%, uh, 78 IBUs, and aroma-wise, Jay, I'm getting huge stone fruit, peach, um, mango, um, apricot, just bursting. Tons of fruit, yeah. Oh, it's just, man, and, and appearance, this is, this is what I'm looking for in a double IPA, you know, that, that hazy, just bright golden appearance. And, oh man, this, this just, it looks and smells absolutely amazing. And I cannot wait anymore for a sip. I've been wanting, I've been literally, I've been (laughs) wanting to, I've been, I've been waiting a year if you really, if you really think about it. So it's about that time, Jay. All right. Let's do this. Cheers. Cheers. Nice. That's good. Whoa. Whew. That went down super smooth. Like oh, it's, my. Oh. Um, oh. Sub, uh, the, in terms of mouthfeel, it's it's not substantial. It's It goes down really smooth. It's not, I, I wouldn't say thin, but it's not substantial. It's not like, um, it's 8.2. You don't taste that at all either. I'm speechless. Oh. <laughs> Oh, I just, I think I'm just going to check out for the rest of the show, Jay. I'm just going to drink my beer and sit in a corner and just stare into the <laughs> world in a stupor. I, I don't, I'm just immediately blown away by this. Um, you you, you get the, the flavor follows the nose, super huge stone fruit. I'm getting huge peach. Anytime I see the peach coming through in a cellar maker beer, I just get excited immediately just because of one of their older beers I always talk about that I that I loved when it came out a few years back was Peach Killer. This isn't quite peachy in that regard, but you are definitely getting the hop coming through as, as really super huge peach. Um, on the back end, for me, Jay, I'm getting I'm definitely getting those 78 IBUs. Um, let me yeah, just let me just say it's that. Bitter. Yeah, it's, it's bitter. bitter. And you know, it, these are. I, I really enjoy beers like this that look, smell, and maybe on the initial sip taste like a New England style IPA, but are strongly West Coast. And this to me, this to me is in that in in that category. It's more in that New Age quote unquote double IPA category. And um, I'm, I'm definitely getting that yeast coming in as well, that expressive yeah. yeast that kind of adds that little tang that, that that Alvarado Street beers have. And to me, this is a much better representation of, of both breweries, um, at least for me initially. And I'm just, wow. <laughs> Whoa. Um, so I'm reading the can. It says 65 IBUs on the can, and it says 78 mm. on untapped, which is... That's like the second or third time that's happened where the untapped uh, entry was was not the same as what's on the can. It's you know weird. what, Jay? Thanks for pointing that out. And I think we got to trust the can on this. So definitely, um, let's. I don't know where they got seventy eight, but mm. this is definitely sixty five. Let's. You know, I, I don't. Somehow, I don't think unless there was a correction down the line and they they Maybe. corrected it themselves. But yeah, let's go with sixty five. But anyway, whatever it is, it, it definitely is substantial. Um, tasting this and giving it a full. Sample, I would hesitate to call this a New England style IPA. I, yeah, would, I was gonna I was gonna bring that up. I was like, what is this? Uh, yeah. it, it just says double IPA on the on the can. It's mm-hmm. hazy like a 
like a New, New England style. Mm-hmm. But in terms of the, the flavor, I mm-hmm. mean, I don't know. It's got both. Like the mouthfeel is smooth, mm-hmm. but it, it's still bitter. It's not as, as juicy as like a, or as smooth as a um, yeah. New England style. Yeah, and, and what's interesting about this is the bitterness is definitely, it's bitter, it's not like, it's, but it's not. It's not that bad though. It's not off putting. It's not off putting. Right. But it's, um, it's definitely. <laughs> it's interesting based on the weekend that I had, which we're going to get to in a minute. Um, but it's just, <laughs> it's just kind of like, it's refreshing. It's a change of pace in a sense from yes, a lot of the lower IBU. Um, this t- you know more New England style IPA, IPAs and double IPAs that we've been drinking as of late, Jay. And I have to say I like it, and I have to say that I do like that it's those two breweries, okay, and mm-hmm. that they're mm-hmm. kind of again. This is a topic a topic we've touched on uh, from time to time on the show that they're really kind of you know talking about the word assertive. They're asserting themselves as West Coast breweries, and I think that the bitterness level and that that assertiveness is kind of a callback to the traditional West Coast style and yes. a way to really bring the two styles together for what I call or like to call like a new age IPA or double IPA. And anyhow, it's, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm very impressed initially. Let's talk about this label, Jay, because it's yeah. really cool. It's, it's really cool for a couple of reasons. And um, going with the Big Lots uh, theme, if you look at it, it um, in the middle, it has some, some uh, cardboard boxes of hops. And the hops that were used were Citra, Vic Secret, Mosaic, and Centennial, and um, it has kind of a, um, a merging of their two slogans. And I don't know if this one is officially a slogan for Alvarado Street, but it's something that they do say a lot and 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 feature a lot on their on their Instagram page, which is Burp Hops. Burp Hops. Yeah, and, and Cellar Makers, one of their taglines for many years has been Hops to the Dome. So I like how they kind of melded the two with Burp Burp Hops to the Dome. Um, I did not know that. Yes, yeah. So it's, it's pretty cool how they did that. And then it says, all inventory must go. And when they first announced the beer and they posted the label on their Instagram, they um, the, and the label features um, on the upper left corner, uh, Burp Hops to the Dome logo beach towels for the low price of twenty three ninety nine, and only 100 in stock. And then on the bottom of that it were our Burp Hops to the Dome umbrellas, which are sixteen ninety nine, And you're saving... It says- $110. Yeah, you're saving $110, which is awesome uh, while supplies last. And, oh, my gosh. Uh, how about that toaster, Jay, on the top right? Dude, I would buy that toaster. It's it's $49.99. Uh, it says it creates custom toast. Yes, yes. These are the lowest prices of the year, so act fast, folks. Final item here that uh, is for sale for the Big Lots promotion is, of course, an apron with the burp hops to the dome. Twelve ninety nine, fifty percent off. It's voted the hottest item of two thousand seventeen. Jay, goodness gracious! <laughs> and at first, I thought personally, looking at it and looking at the announcement, it was just kind of a clever thing, just like you know, cans. And there's a lot of humor with them. And I just, haha, thought it was funny. All of a sudden, they post, they start posting the actual items. That's genius. And they actual did, items that you can buy. Yes, they actually sold the beach towel, the umbrella, the toaster. And the apron and the toaster, it, when you when you the toast pops out, it has that burp hops to the dome oh, burnt awesome. logo on there. Uh, I've I've been we've had the same toaster for like the last couple of years. It's a <laughs> it's a Hello Kitty toaster and it, it imprints Hello Kitty's face on on our toast. <laughs> I won it like a few years ago at a Secret Santa at my, my at my old. Uh, 
at my old job and mm-hmm. uh <laughs> I got it for my my stepdaughter, yeah. So well, we have a Hello Kitty toaster. That is super cool. And and the one that I remember, the last one that I saw in the same kind of style that, you know, something it, there's something imprinted on the on the yeah. toaster or whatever was actually the Warriors toaster. And I don't know if you heard about that one, Jay, but Warriors fans listening may be familiar that there was a Redditor, um, and I man, I knew his name when it when this story broke um uh, in during the finals in 2017. I just I've forgotten his name since. But um, he went to a game and they were signing the Warriors were signing autographs and he had Clay Thompson sign his Warriors oh, toaster. Oh yeah, I've seen that meme. Yes, and <laughs> they went on this crazy winning streak after that. Um, you know, obviously they won the title, and man, those toasters are cool. And I'm kind of kicking yeah. myself for not getting uh, one of these items, especially the toaster, on the release oh, date. Man. Yeah, and I actually, yeah. I actually did go to Cellar Maker on the release date to um, grab a couple of four-packs of this, and also they had some cool Dobus releases. Uh, and Dobus, of course, we featured on the on the show on episode 27, so check that out in the archives at internetbeerusers.com slash 27 for our thoughts on the regular Dobus Pale Ale from Cellar Maker. They released two variations of that that what they did is they did a dry hop of enigma hop on on uh, on one of them and the other one they did a galaxy dry hop and after sampling both the enigma one was pretty good um very assertive um more west coast it was more mm-hmm. um tra- translucent um the liquid on that so really just strongly west coast but the galaxy one i really enjoyed because it added that galaxy character of the hop i'll talk more about that as well in a bit and melded it with the signature Dobus profile, and it was more of a hazy, bright yellow appearance. And I thought that was one of the best Dobuses I've ever had ever. So um, <laughs> all around, very strong release by Cellar Maker uh, last week. Um, in terms of this, I'm really enjoying it, and I, I'm going to be honest with you. And I don't know if it's because of the beers that I've been drinking lately, or just because it is super assertive on the bitterness side, but I'm definitely noticing it, and it's. I'm still wrapping my head around the bitterness level on this one, Jay, to be quite honest with you. Yeah, that was the first thing that I noticed uh, on my first few sips, but now it's kind of actually, it's mellowing out. It's not as... Maybe as it warms. Maybe, I don't know. It's it's not as bitter. Mm. I don't know, maybe like halfway through my glass already. (laughs) Definitely easy to drink, definitely very crisp for me it definitely invites another sip right away and yeah, so smooth oh yeah super smooth in the mouthfeel again that 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 haziness that that uh, that thickness they definitely nailed it so um yeah jay why don't you tell me about your weekend as we uh, continue to to sample the show beer today yeah so let me see i did not go to ibu this this past <laughs> week unfortunately um, no ibu again yeah, no, um, no excuse to go there really. Um, but I did make a Whole Foods run. Um, that's where I tend to get groceries. I don't know why. It's just, uh, I'm just, I'm just used to Whole Foods now. I'm just used to their layout. Mm-hmm. Um, I made a Whole Foods run, so you know, I went to the beer section, of course. Um, mm-hmm. I went on Friday, mm. and I picked up a six pack of Sierra Nevada Hot Bullet. Mm. Uh, I guess it's a seasonal release. You know, I was just standing there for maybe like five or ten minutes uh-huh. looking at the uh, the beer selection. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went to the one down in uh, Santa Clara. It's relatively new, the one right off the 101. Okay. And, um, man, they've got a really good – they've got a large a – lar- 
um, a larger beer selection than other Whole Foods I've been mm. to. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that one caught my eye. I picked up a six pack. I thought it was good. Um, I haven't rated it yet on mm-hmm. on Untapped, so I guess I'll do it right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> there you go. I, yeah, I took a picture of the, of the bottle, but um, I would probably give it like a three seven five. Give it a four. It was it was okay. I mean, okay, all right. And it was. I'm assuming just I've I've seen a couple of shots of it on Instagram, and it looked very standard traditional mm-hmm. Sierra Nevada West Coast double mm-hmm. IPA status is that pretty yes. much what what yeah. it was okay yeah and I, and I guess I, I it was I guess it was a seasonal release and I guess why I wasn't too impressed by it is it like mm-hmm. uh, it just tastes like a normal Sierra Nevada double IPA yeah, um, yeah. I thought it would be something special quote unquote sure. but um, yeah, it was it was fine I it wasn't bad it wasn't it wasn't not worth buying no, no, not at all. Yeah. I would, I would probably pick it up again if I saw like Sierra Nevada. I didn't, I wouldn't want to get like their normal pale ale or, or something else. I would, I would definitely pick it up again. Definitely, definitely. Um, let me see what else. Oh, on on Saturday, um, we actually added a new family member oh, to our family. Oh, okay. I did not have another child. <laughs> thank God. <laughs> um. So for Christmas this year, uh, so my stepdaughter, she really, really wanted a pet uh, okay. for for Christmas. And instead of, so my wife actually set this whole thing up. She, um, instead of toys, mm-hmm. I mean, once you have kids, you realize how much how much toys they accumulate. Just everyone gives them toys. Mm-hmm. And having two kids, it just doubles the amount of toys. And we're just like, oh, I can't take this anymore. And so <laughs> she was like, she actually set up a, she was, this was pretty smart. She mm-hmm. set up a GoFundMe, uh, sent it okay. out to all of our friends and family. Okay. And said, Malia really wants a dog oh. for Christmas. Okay. And she said, in, in lieu of toys, um, we asked that, you know, if you, instead of uh, toys for Christmas, uh, sure. help us get this dog. Okay. And we actually, she, uh, my wife did everything. She reached out to, a, she found a breeder out in Kansas. Uh, oh. uh, so the dog that we got was a Corgi. Okay. And she reached out to her breeder, found out, you know, they're pretty reputable and, and all that. And they shipped the dog uh, on a plane. Wow. And we picked her up this past Saturday at, at San Jose Airport. You know, we went wow. to the cargo thing and we actually got it. This was their, our, the Christmas present from our, all of our family and friends to our children. Wow. It was a dog instead of toys, which was... That's I, awesome, I kinda, man. Yeah, I kind of like that. Instead of like material things that they, you know, they just play with once and then they forget about mm-hmm. um they actually get a dog that they have to learn how to take care of and feed and uh, right. keep alive basically so um <laughs> yeah we picked her up on saturday uh today's monday so we've had her for two full days wow and, and, and yeah. it's, it's a it's a puppy i'm assuming it's a puppy it, yeah how many how many weeks or months nine, or nine, nine weeks old oh, so okay. um the, right. yeah the breeder was i mean they've been doing this for years like okay. You know, we have a litter. Uh, we keep the puppies around the mom for a few weeks mm-hmm. before we can like ship them off to whoever. So, sure. um, nine weeks was uh, seven, eight, nine weeks. That's around the, the time that uh, it, it's kind of okay to to separate the puppies from the mom. So, mm-hmm. we picked her up on Saturday, and she's been actually been pretty good. Um, she's not crying at night. I'm gonna knock on wood. It's been two nights already. She hasn't <laughs> cried at night. Okay. Um, and she's, I would say, like ninety percent. Uh, uh, I want to say potty trained. She's not potty trained yet, but okay. she goes. We have like little pads set up around uh-huh. the, the, the apartment, so we she knows 
to go to the pad to do her business. Okay. Uh, maybe like three, three times, three, four times she... We weren't watching, and she kind of did it off to the side. But um, sure, for the most sure. part, she she knows what to do. So, like, the All next right. step in that is just, like, getting her trained to do it outside. Yeah. And it'll come. I mean, it's only been two days, but I was just, like, surprised. Like, um, she's been doing it, like, nine times out of ten, like, doing it on the pad. So There you go. There you go, man. Yeah. What's, your, what's, what's your name? Oh, the name. Most important part. Um, <laughs> Penelope Panda pancake oh (laughs) penny for short triple p that triple p yeah i love it that's that's a good one man so the kids the kids are over the moon i'm I'm assuming oh yeah i mean yeah yeah absolutely that's what it's all about man well best of luck with that jay we can't wait to (laughs) yeah i'll post pictures i'll actually i'll post a picture on instagram and um yeah so everybody can see what what i'll admit she's she's pretty damn cute (laughs) (laughs) right on man how's how's your weekend I can't wait to meet her, by the way. And uh, <laughs> I had a pretty eventful weekend. I headed down south. I actually went to LA this time, so there you go. Oh, nice. And uh, yeah, I went to uh, went to a work meeting, and my brother lives down in LA with his wife. So anytime that I'm down there, for the most part, if I, if time allows, I uh, schedule some time with him or plan out time to hang out. And yeah. he, as I, loves going to Monkish. And drinking mm. monkish any chance that he gets, and that's kind of one track mind beer wise or activity wise. It's like when are we going to monkish <laughs> anytime? But <laughs> right. you know, as of late, really since I discovered it and started going there, and uh, we actually went on Saturday night. It was my brother, his wife, and my brother's friend, and they had on tap. By the time we got there, they had they had Water Balloon Fight Club, which is a double mm. dry hop, double IPA. Yeah. on tap earlier in the day but it kicked i think they only had like one keg so by the time that we got there they had stampede the globe which was a citra based double ipa and then they had beats is infinite uh which is a galaxy based double nice. ipa uh both clock in at 8.3 percent and stampede the globe from my recollection was actually one of the first double ipas that monkish ever did or if not mm-hmm. at least one of the more one of their first really well-known ones or ones that were really hyped online if you will and yeah. Beats is Infinite is they brewed it a few times now. I want to say three or four times since they first started brewing it. And I've had it a couple of times, and it's very, very good. Mm-hmm. Um, so I decided to start with the Stampede the Globe. I, I, I kind of figured starting with the Citra would be a bit lighter on my palate than the Galaxy. Just Galaxy tends to be a little bit more assertive just based on what I've, what I've observed. And I kind of... Yeah. I peeked at the can for big lots, and I just I didn't remember for a second. I said, "Does this have Galaxy in it?" No, no, it, it has Citra, of course. <laughs> no, but um, but anyway, um, Stampede the Globe, excellent signature monkish, um, lo- kind of looks like big lots, right? Very hazy, yeah. um, golden color, and I gave that one a four point five. Uh, had a couple of those, and then I moved on to Beats is Infinite, and I almost fell over. <laughs> because um was that your first time having it it wasn't it was like my f- second or third okay and i actually had in cans the last uh, i had a couple cans of the last batch of i've seen the cans yeah. yeah and 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 the previous one was really good but it wasn't it wasn't like this batch and That's crazy yeah they they, they really fine-tuned it and the last batch was a little bit more translucent than the current batch. Again, the current batch really just, again, appearance-wise, you know, very murky, thick, um, 
you know, almost like a, a milkshake type consistency. I don't say milkshake, but I, you know, maybe like a yeah. light smoothie, something yeah, like that. Yeah. Who knows? Um, <laughs> a smoothie so, that kind of melted and it's exactly. like mostly water. <laughs> exactly. Which, which again, I do want to point out, and those of you who are familiar and, and have monkish pretty consistently or often know what I'm talking about. The very last batch that they did before this that they canned was did not look like that. And it really didn't taste like that, quite frankly. And um, this one... It blew my socks off. I gave it a five, <laughs> and wow. yeah, it was like, <laughs> and and I had already had. I think I had already had three Stampede the Globes at that point. Oh and my god! Yeah, so I was like, <laughs> I was kind of getting in my groove, and then I when, when I had my first Beats is Infinite. I mean, I, I it. I mean, I think that just speaks to how good that particular beer was, in my opinion. In that it, the flavor, like my palate wasn't compromise yeah. whatsoever like the palate i was gonna say no it was i was good it just kind of like was like whoa it just hit it hit everything it had it was perfectly balanced you know not an 8.3 whatsoever um the galaxy was coming in you know it had big pineapple had a little bit of dankiness coming in as well you know other fruits <laughs> needless to say jay i had a one too many or two too many maybe three too many <laughs> Of these beats is infinite. I, I did. Oh, yeah, it was one of those where it was like, you know, it's just it's kind of like a kid in a candy store being at oh, being I at bet, monkish man. and just yeah. kind of getting getting my fill. And um, uh, unfortunately, there wasn't a can release, and I was kind of crossing my fingers for that because I've gotten lucky a couple of times uh-huh. as I've talked about on the show and just happening happening to be there during can releases. But um, hey, there's always next time. And you know, needless to say. I had a blast down there in Monkish, man. I'm telling you, if you have not been to Monkish or sampled any of their beers, and if you are in the L.A. area, anywhere in the L.A. area, okay, even if it's like an hour or two drive away from Torrance, do yourself a favor. If you're a beer fan, make the drive. Check it out. Hit it up. They have not just hoppy beers. They have a ton of other styles as well, Saison's. They do Pilsners from time to time. They are just they they're they're some of the masters in, in in the beer world, and I highly suggest that you check it out. What what day did you go? Uh, Saturday night, this past Saturday. Was it, was it busy? Was it oh, it was. Yeah, it was pretty packed. It wasn't super packed to the point where you couldn't walk or anything like that. But there was a really good crowd. They were actually brewing. I oh, I noticed. Wow. Yeah, I noticed on on their Instagram. I just happened to just scroll through. And I said, "Whoa, wait a minute! That was just posted, you know, 25 minutes ago." And I wow. know I just walked by there, <laughs> so and you can kind of smell it too. And I wasn't kind of really paying attention, yeah. So I was just because yeah. it's a very small tap yeah. room, and the brewery's just like right there. Um, but ugh, I just again can't can't say how impressed I am with Monkish and the Beats is Infinite batch right now. Oh, it's just it's amazing. It's oh yeah, it's it's absolutely it's. Um, I was going to say galactic. I don't know. I'm trying to like out have of this like a, world. Out of this, yes, <laughs> out of this world. Just like the old sitcom with Evie, and she's the first <laughs> oh, yeah, time. I remember that. Yes, Uncle Bino. Time. Shout out to Uncle Bino. All right. <laughs> That's funny, man. I remember that show. Oh, it was it was classic with little. Um, she's talked to her dad in the little like little little diamond cube, cube thing that popped open. Yeah, and and honestly, that I think growing up. To me, that was the number one power that I always wanted. It's Stop funny, time. That, yeah. It was funny that it was like a girl, right? And it wasn't like yeah. Spider Man or Superman or flying or whatever. <laughs> it was always like, man, if I could just put my two index fingers together and stop time, That's it, funny, that dude. that I mean, anyway, out of this world. What a classic! 
how how is that on not on Netflix or any other uh, streaming service? You know what? I'll be honest. Um, I was browsing through Cody, some of the repos oh, on there. Okay. Not mine, of yeah. course. It was someone else's. I don't own any of that. Uh, <laughs> so it was actually totally. one of the it was actually one of the first sitcoms that I searched for, like old ones hmm. that aren't in not not in production, but there's no reruns running, like you said. Right. Yeah. And the link quality. The video quality that I saw terrible. on there, oh, it was terrible. It was it was clearly VHS quality. Like you could oh. see the little squiggly lines. You could tell oh, that somebody oh, actually man. recorded yeah. from an old VHS that they recorded off a of TV. So <laughs> here's the hope, and we got to start a petition. I don't know what yeah. we got to get. All that. those shows, all yeah, those shows from from our childhood, man. Seriously, like Nick at <laughs> Night, they got They got to jump on that out of this world. Yeah. All right, Jay. Well, speaking of television. And yeah. and streaming, um, you shared some news with me, and I was surprised, and I just was kind of shocked <laughs> that you you just really kind of almost took it to the extreme in your in your cord cutting ways. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so last week, so I mentioned before on a previous episode of that I I was I was a subscriber of Hulu Live TV. Um, so that forty dollar a month service. That gets me, you know, the four major networks and then some other channels like ESPN and uh, Travel Channel, Food Network, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Actually, I, I canceled that subscription and I cut the cord even further. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I, you know, every, I always try to know, uh, watch like my family's uh, TV habits and just kind of, you know, obviously we, Netflix is by f- far and away the number one thing that we watch mostly it's the kids and you know every once in a while when the kids go to sleep my wife and i will watch stuff on netflix mm-hmm. um we we have hbo through uh it's, it's part of our package uh we will my wife and i will watch that um but when it came to hulu all we really watched it for was the four major networks like we'd watch the news in the morning before while getting mm-hmm. ready for for the day yeah um and my, you know, we'll watch Ellen when the kids get home from school, and mm-hmm. um, we didn't really watch too much of anything else. Um, mm-hmm. I, you know, for me, it would be basketball. Basketball would be the biggest thing. I watched the Warriors, mm-hmm. um, but aside from that, like we just really only watched like the major, f- the four major networks: NBC, CBS, ABC, and Fox. Mm-hmm. And I thought to myself, could we survive with just getting over-the-air digital? Uh, uh, signal mm-hmm. just from over the air and, and canceling Hulu. And I actually, I was like, I could save, you know, an extra 40 bucks a month. I wouldn't mind that. And mm-hmm. um, let me go ahead and see. And, and this, this was a little project that I gave myself. Mm-hmm. And um, I actually went and bought some, some gear to get over the air um, TV signals mm-hmm. and, uh, my, my 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 goal was to have it throughout the entire apartment. So we have like three TVs okay. in in our at our place. And um so I used to do this before. We had a we had an antenna, but it was only going to one TV and sure. you couldn't you couldn't split the signal and go to different um TVs. So mm-hmm. one TV you could only, there was only one TV that you could watch like the um like the channel like NBC all the, the four networks. Sure. So uh, last Wednesday, I bought an indoor antenna uh, from Mohu. Okay. It's uh, it, it's like a, it's 
instead of the the classic rabbit ears, it's just like a flat panel, right? And mm. you mount that on a wall somewhere. Mm. And I bought this little box. It's called the Silicon Dust HD Home Run. I'll get it into all this, how, how it works in a bit. Mm-hmm. So I bought that little box and I bought an app called Channels for the mm. Apple TV. So the way I had it before was I had a, the way most people have this set up, if they, they, if they do do this, is they have an antenna set up and they have it, it's just, you know, it's that coax cable that you screw into the back of your TV. So it yes. goes from the antenna into the TV. And I had that for the, for the longest time, um, maybe like two, three years ago. And that's okay. how, you know, the signal comes into that one antenna and it goes to the TV. Mm-hmm. Now, this is where that Silicon Dust HD home run box comes into play. So mm. you, that there's a coax cable that goes from that and it goes into this box. Mm-hmm. And then that box has a little Ethernet port, okay. right? Sure. So that Ethernet port goes into your router. So now you can share that digital signal from the air, and you can it, now you can share it uh, and share it through your router to any device, right? Wow. So now this is where the channels Apple TV app comes in. Okay. This was not a cheap app. This I think is the most expensive app I've paid for on the Apple TV. I think it's the only one actually. How much? Twenty five bucks. Wow. For, okay. I know it sounds like a lot, but um, I did well, you're, some research. You're in deep at this point, man. Because I'm looking at your uh, the uh, link for the, the silicon dust, and do you want to? How much did you get that one for? So the silicon dust that's like about about a hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. The uh, the indoor antenna um, is about like thirty thirty to forty okay. bucks. Okay. Oh. And then the TV, the channels t- Apple TV app is twenty five. So yeah, I am, I'm in pretty deep. So you're I was kind of doing the math, like how long will this take to pay off? <laughs> uh, about three to four months if I if I stuck to Hulu, and that's and it. after that there's no there's no monthly fees. It's all free over the air. So wow. Once once I got all that set up. Um, it works perfectly. And the thing that's cool about the channels, Apple TV app, and I think that's worth it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it has a guide similar to, you know, any other cable TV program guide mm-hmm. on like Cox or in, uh, Comcast, where you go to the guide and it shows, like, it gives you a list of channels that you have and okay. the times and what shows are coming, are on right now and are coming up in that the future. That is cool. That is cool. And and how yeah. so a couple questions, Jay. First yeah. of all, how, how many channels would you say that there are that you can access on the channels app? How total would you say? So it it depends on your location and because obviously these signals are coming in from antennas that are the ones here in the Bay Area are the ones, uh, I think it's like San Bruno Mountain mm. and there's a mountain to the kind of east of us. So it really depends on your location, but right now I get like forty-two channels, but all of them are are seriously junk. <laughs> yeah, forty-two is like I, I don't know. I mean, I I always thought that whatever you got bunny ears wise was like I don't know ten, fifteen channels. I yes, mean, forty-two channels. That's that's uh, you know even though a lot of them are junk. I mean, it's a pretty good chunk of channels for free. It is. It is. It is. Um. So there's probably I would say like ten to twelve HD channels. You there's okay. like um. There's like Univision. Um, there's like these. Uh, there's a Vietnamese and there's like a Chinese um, sure. station that come in as, as HD. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of the other ones are like standard definition, so you'll get like um, oh, we get like PBS KQED up here mm-hmm. in the Bay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then some random channels that show like old movies, old yeah. game show uh, t- 
TV episodes. It's it's really random, but really the old, there, we have like four or five channels that we that we stick to. Any old sitcoms? Uh, um, out of this world? No, I, I want to say fa- <laughs> I saw Family Ties. Oh, that's a classic. By. That's a good yeah. one. Yeah, I like yeah. It. Um, so here's here's my other question. I don't know if this is maybe some research and follow up, or if you've already checked it out. But I'm really curious to hear what when you get it over the air over the I keep calling it bunny ears, but that's just kind of the yeah, way antenna. that I'm, yeah the antenna yeah. the signal yeah. coming in is it 720 or 1080p? I would I think it it's 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 whatever your TV can display. I think they really? the signals come in as 1080. Wow! Um, but if your TV can only do 720, you'll get 720. Mm. You know what I was wondering? Um, most people don't know this, but mm. the HD that comes in through your cable it's compressed. Mm. So. I don't know how deep into the weeds. I'll try to uh, <laughs> simplify it, but like the if you go to like a store and you buy a Blu-ray, mm-hmm. that is like uncompressed HD quality movie yes. that you're getting. Sure. Um, but that's a lot of data. Like those discs are like 40, 50 gigs. And if you're mm-hmm. trying to s- send all that data, like if you're watching that same movie over cable, mm-hmm. it would it's it's not uh, practical. So yeah. what? most people do or most of these companies do is they compress them and to your eyes you can't tell Mm -hmm. but if stuff gets like if like i don't like i remember watching i forget i want to say the nba finals last year and the warriors won (laughs) Mm -hmm. and all this confetti came down if you notice the confetti it your tv can't handle it it's too much stuff going on on the screen so it looks all pixelated sure the thing about over the air it's uncompressed interesting so I noticed this before when I used to live in San Carlos when we just had the antenna to the one TV. It was crystal, crystal clear. There was mm. no... Comp- like, I would notice in sports, uh, if stuff like got... Cr- like, sharp. It was, well, like, super sharp. It would be... Over, okay, you're saying just normally. Just... Uh, yeah, just normally. Normal. Oh, no, no, no. Like, just the, the over-the-air... Okay, over um, the to, to the one To the one TV was super crisp. But I think um, now, because I'm using that box, I think that box has no, no choice but to kind of, like, compress it a little bit. I send it okay, off to okay. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Yeah. So if yeah. you take the over the air straight into the TV, it's uncompressed, super clear. Like you can see like the individual blades of grass what, yeah. if you're watching football. Wow. That's but crazy. now that I have this box, this box has to like send bits to three different TVs and and iOS devices if 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 you want to do that. So I think there is a little bit of compression I've noticed, but it, it's it's not as bad as cable. Mm-hmm. If that yeah. makes sense. No, I hear you. I hear you. it's kind of in the middle if you would say. It is it and, is it's and, better than 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 the the cable box, yeah. but it's not as good as just straight antenna directly into your TV. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um okay. Oh. Well well what I'm hearing is is this is a great solution to replace your Hulu and really give you access to local channels like the core networks, yes. like Channel 2, Channel 4, Four 5, and 7, seven 11. And 11. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. I like that. Yeah. So the, the, the pros of this, you know, I don't have to pay 40 bucks. It's all free. I mean, obviously, I have to pay the upfront cost for the hardware, mm-hmm. um, but I don't have to. All I'm paying for is actually nothing. It's just the hardware because all mm-hmm. this stuff is o- free over the, over the air. It's just uh, I'm just getting the signal off my from my antenna. Mm-hmm. Um, the th- uh, free over the air HD channels on all devices. So with um, 
I, I I'm a subscriber of Plex, which okay. I think I've mentioned way 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 back. Mm-hmm. One of the features that they just added was um, live TV um, mm-hmm. through this setup that I have. Okay. And the reason why I didn't go with Plex on my Apple TV is just it's just so slow. I don't know why it's just slow. You try mm-hmm. to you you push the button to go to a channel mm-hmm. and it like loads for like five seconds. Oh. The channels that is instantaneous. I don't know what magic they do. <laughs> it's it's like literally like watching cable TV. You push the button and like the, the channel awesome. switches. It's it, it's crazy. It's worth the twenty five. It in my opinion, yeah. Sounds and, like and, it. You know, yeah. yeah. Um. So where Plex comes in handy, actually, for I don't know why, but the Plex, watching live TV on Plex on your iOS device, so on my phone, okay, it's better than, uh, so channels the the kind of the, the 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 bummer about this is that the iOS app for channels is another purchase, and I wasn't gonna, it's fifteen bucks. I was like, nah, I'm I'm okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you don't need it that much, right? Yeah, and the, the the bad part about it is that you can only watch it on your home Wi-Fi network. The good thing oh. about Plex. Yeah, the good thing about Plex is I can be anywhere okay. and I just have to tap into my Plex, my Plex server and I can watch live TV wherever I have an internet connection on my phone. Mm-hmm. So I was um on Sunday I went to McDonald's cuz my kid wouldn't freaking eat. He like mm-hmm. only love he, he'll eat chicken McNuggets and <laughs> and fries. And this was on Championship Sunday. I was I was like during the games like, "Oh, this kid won't eat, but yeah. the game is on." So I was like, "All right, I'll go to McDonald's." And I had my <laughs> phone Listeners, don't do this. Um, but I had my phone propped up in my car, and I was streaming the signal that I was getting over the air to my antenna. And then it was going through my Plex server, and I was able to watch it from my wow. phone in my car. So I was, I was watching the game in my car, but don't do that. It's, it's stupid. Don't try this um, at home. Don't try it at home. Um, only there's a, there, there are a couple cons, I would say. Um I don't get to watch Warriors home games. I can only watch the national ones that they show on like uh, ABC. Um, I do. I mean, I'm sure other people do this, but I do have the login for my parents' cable subscription. So Jay, I can de- <laughs> oh my god, be quiet. Oh, you have a full cable package, so you probably don't do this. But um, I would I, never. Use, I would never do something like that or use an app like Cody. Oh. <laughs> I still have my parents' login information. So what holes that aren't filled by Netflix and this over-the-air uh, antenna thing. So I get TNT, ESPN, um, just other random channels, Disney Channel for the kids. Wow. Luckily, my parents still have a full cable package and I have their login and password. So we still have access to that yes. on the Apple TV, which is nice. Oh, yeah. Which Definitely. makes... Which, which makes the whole leaving Hulu a little bit a little bit easier to swallow. But um, the only thing that I can't get are the Warriors home games. So I don't get that um, Bay Area. I don't. I forget what the channel's called. The uh, the local Bay Area sports channel. Yeah. See. See. Um, it used to be NBC. CSN. Yeah. NBC Sports. Yeah. No, that's yeah. not the name. Of it, so yeah. I don't have access to that. Um, which is a bummer, but I'll. I think I'll live. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. No. All things um, considered, and then obviously, I'm sure you still have Netflix too, right? Yeah. Still yeah. have Netflix. Um, so. Yeah. Uh, we're, like, I'm never getting rid of Netflix. It's just like there's yeah. too much stuff on there to, that that we all watch. Um, yeah. Other cons, obviously, the the upfront hardware cost was was a lot, um, but it'll pay itself off in like three to four months. Yeah. Definitely. Um, well, let, let DVR. Me, 
Go ahead. Go ahead. DVR. DVR. So DVR is 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 an extra thing on mm-hmm. channels. Uh, they the only thing that sucks is you have to provide your you know base a, a DVR is basically a hard drive that is recording a show right. It has to record it somewhere, so it records it to a hard drive, mm-hmm. uh, which is you know basically a computer. Um, mm-hmm. You have to provide your own hard drive and computer if you're going to do it through get channels mm-hmm. and that's an, an additional eight bucks a month which is mm-hmm. nothing compared to the 40 i was playing with hulu but that, you have to provide your own hardware you have to provide a computer with like a decent hard drive so i was like yeah. eh, i don't want to do that plex has something and i haven't really messed around with it but there is a way to do it since i'm a plex subscriber all you have to do is provide hard drive space you have to tell plex this is where i want my TV shows saved, and then you you can record TV shows just like a regular DVR. That's mm. probably something I'll, I'll tinker with, um, probably later on this yeah. weekend. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, the only yeah DVR is is you, you have to be like a nerd who has like a lot of free time or has mm-hmm. some free time to do some tinkering to do this. So I will eventually get to it, and then um, yeah, the pl- I would I really wish Plex was a lot better on the apple tv but channels i'm i'm cool with channels i already bought the the damn app for 25 bucks so <laughs> uh i'm living with it so yeah it's it's been cool um it hasn't been a week mm-hmm. but just the quality it's it's yeah. for me it's it's blown my mind and it's nice not having to switch uh hdmi inputs because before you'd have to switch in like from your hdmi input or whatever mm-hmm. you're watching your apple tv on to the um the regular antenna input on your TV. Mm-hmm. There's no more switching inputs, so I just I'm constantly in, we're constantly in the Apple TV app. Mm-hmm. I know it's such a first word first world problem having to switch, uh, you know, input uh, inputs on your TV, but mm-hmm. oh. I'm, I'm, uh. I'm cool. <laughs> <laughs> All things considered, I think it's yeah, it's right. not too bad, right? Yeah. So uh, a couple of questions, Jay. The first one was, you know, we both have. Apple TVs. Um, yeah. Sec- I believe you also have the second to the latest generation. Yes. You don't. You don't have the 4K version, correct? No. Yeah. Yeah. So I got. The, so do I have the one before that? Um, and many of our listeners may have an Apple TV, which is cool. But what if you don't? Um, is if this you don't? Yeah. Is the Silicon Dust HD uh, compatible with other box yeah. thingamajigs? They do. They they're compatible with Chromecast, uh, Roku. I'm pretty sure Xbox, PlayStation, mm. um, Amazon Fire Stick. Uh, I think H Silicon Dust has their own app mm-hmm. that you can like download and and you can watch um, live TV using their app. Okay. There's a ton of supported devices. Uh, I'm pretty sure there's an app for Android somewhere. <laughs> okay, uh, but yeah, um, they have a. There's, uh, it's supported by many different apps, and um, I'm pretty sure that you can find one. Okay. Too. <laughs> all right, all right, and and the last one. This may, this might be stupid, but um, you know, I I, it's been a while since I've watched TV coming in from the live antenna signal, and yeah. if there's one thing I remember from being a kid. And watching TV on that as a kid was that sometimes you would need to adjust the 
the the bunny ears yeah. or yeah. or the signal would come in all wonky and obviously there was the big uh digital conversion for yes. the over the air stream that happened a few years ago you're required right. to get these little boxes etc cetera, etc cetera. and again might be stupid but it, are there any problems with the signal coming in over the air when you're when you're watching TV at all or is it all smooth right now it's all smooth Okay. And there's an there's a there's a website that lets you um, based on where you're where you live, mm-hmm. it'll show you where the TV signal is coming from, and it, we'll have it in our show notes. But the website is antennaweb.org. Okay. And it's I would have done this a lot earlier. So we just moved here to Milpitas, and we have a great like line of sight to the the freaking San Bruno mountain, <laughs> which I did not have before in San Jose. We're <laughs> facing the complete opposite direction mm-hmm. and i used to have this antenna the one that we ha- had in our san carlos apartment mm-hmm. and i was trying so hard to get a signal and i couldn't get a damn signal and mm-hmm. it bummed me out so that's where i started tinkering with you know all you know direct tv and, and mm-hmm. all that stuff hulu, yeah, yeah hulu live tv talked about but but now i have a it's you know my window faces right towards San Bruno Mountain and that other mountain in the East Bay that gets the that pro- projects the signal mm-hmm. no fiddling whatsoever the thing with digital signals um, digital is either on or off so unlike mm-hmm. the analog bunny ears from back in the day where you would constantly have to adjust to get a good signal mm-hmm. it's either yes you have a good signal and mm-hmm. or no you don't which mm. is kind of a good or a bad thing. It's it's good in my case now because yeah, you're in a good location. I have a great signal and I don't have to do anything at all. There's no adjusting because all the ch- channels come sure. in crystal clear. I don't have to do. But the, the the thing that does suck is you have to have a decent um, like view or un unblocked uh, view of the of where these antennas are. So like if you have like a building in front of you, like, sorry, it's not, it's probably not going to work, which, wow. which sucks. <sighs> yeah. I mean, I guess that's better than the old way where you'd have to watch uh, a fuzzy picture and <laughs> yeah, you know, adjust fuzzy picture, and, you, yeah, yeah. And then you switch the channel and you have to get up and adjust it again. I mean, right. Like <laughs> it's funny. Like I just have it up on my, in the, in the kid's room. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause I didn't want it. It's, it's 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 not an ugly antenna but it, it is a thing that is hanging on the wall so i put it up in our kids room like they don't care it's mm-hmm. out of my sight it's not in our bedroom <laughs> mm-hmm. um but yeah it's it's it faces where the antennas are and it it's working f- uh perfectly for us but uh yeah that, that that is the only downside but if you have a house i'm sure there's at least one wall that is facing the uh the antennas so mm-hmm. um hopefully you're in that position like i remember when i moved into that san jose apartment the first thing that i did was all right do we have good cellular signal yeah. yes yeah and then the second <laughs> one was do we have a line of sight to san bruno mountain no ah, damn it we'll figure it out <laughs> uh, well it looks like things are working out now jay it sounds like a really yeah. cool setup this it's stuff- fun if you're a ner- yeah if you're a nerd this- and you want to like see if you can get it like it's a fun weekend project i did it in like an afternoon it was it was it definitely like yeah tickled my like like i i got my tinkering uh in there for the for that afternoon but uh yeah, oh, yeah. it was a fun project yeah and when we uh we met up at uh bj's last week for yeah. a couple of beers and to talk ibu shop and you mentioned that you had purchased it and right when you told me i you know simultaneously i said oh 
that sounds cool. And then I was like, show topic. So, (laughs) so, um, no, stuff like this is super interesting to me. And though for me personally, um, based on my situation, there are too many negatives. Um, yeah, that's totally fine. Yeah. It, it, I don't, I don't see how I would, I would do it at least in the immediate future based on my current situation. But I do want to say that if, I had, if I was in your situation where I had access to like, you know, my parents login, things of that sort, I, um, you know, really just needed like local channels for the most part. And I would totally do this setup in this exact way. And having an Apple TV, it's like a no brainer, you know, and I know that I could just obviously hook up the, 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 uh, over the air box directly into my TV and use my TV remote, but this is so much cooler. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, all right, all right, Jay. So, um, let's go ahead and hear your thoughts on Big Lots. Oh man, you're making me go first. All right, yeah, you're done. Um, so you're, you're yeah, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that was I didn't have any expectations going to this. I mm-hmm. I was looking forward to it. I mean, obviously, Cellar Maker and Alvarado are like literally our two favorite uh, breweries. <laughs> so, if if Man, I wasn't I was I wasn't expecting anything less than this. Yeah. Great, great uh double IPA. Um I can't find too many things wrong with this. Mm-hmm. And sh- I think I'm going to hand it an- uh, another 5, man. Oh. Woo. <laughs> 5 5 5 5. Yeah, dude. I mean the first sip the, the aroma wise was was perfect the taste definitely follows the aroma spot on perfect the the label was freaking genius and they they featured items that they actually sold sold them yeah at the at the release (laughs) that was just like so awesome i like i if i if i had to nitpick was like the bitterness at the very beginning but you know what that that went away once the beer warmed up totally I can't fault it for anything, dude. Five. So I, (laughs) man, that's a good rating. That's a good rating, Jay. And this entire time I've been back and forth between a four, five and a four, seven, five. And I don't know how much of this is the fact that I drank so much monkish (laughs) on Saturday that it's like, I don't know. I I still monkish on your mind. Yeah. I still, yeah. I still maybe slightly hung over. I don't know. Um, but I don't know. I don't know if that, I mean, I can't help, but think that that is at least a factor in me drinking this on a Monday, you know, after two days ago drinking again, so much in that, in that soft, very non-bitter monkish style. But I have to say that oddly enough, the bitterness for this is too much for me. Okay. yeah, Yeah. I don't, and I'm, I'm, I'm surprised saying it and I, do agree with you, Jay, that that as I finished the beer, it it definitely the bitterness really dissipated as as the beer warmed, which is great. Yeah, yeah. But I'm gonna right now. I'm gonna give it a four or five because that's the rating that I know that I that's that's what it is for me. It's a, it's a four or five. Yeah. Okay. And but with a caveat, and that caveat is I am going to revisit this beer. I have a couple other you know more cans that I purchased, and I'm gonna re- revisit it 
you know, maybe in a few days, maybe this this weekend coming up. And yeah. I will report back and see if my rating stays the same or if it's upgraded at all. Because I can't help but think that either, either this is my theory at least, my rating and, and, and the bitterness being a little bit too much for me has something to do with Saturday <laughs> or, or, or the beer being, at least for my palate, currently a little bit too green, quote unquote, where it's just a little bit too fresh. Um, I, I didn't used to subscribe to this thought process hmm. back you know months ago. I was always of the, I don't know, I guess you could say uh, training or instruction or, or just um, I bought into the, the whole drink as fresh as possible thing. From okay. like way back, like from yeah. when I started drinking Pliny the Elder, you know, and it's like, okay, what's the what's the bottle date on it? Okay, is it, you know, is it more than two days? And, you know, if yeah. not, it's not fresh, right? You know, I've always thought that. But in drinking cans of craft beer and IPAs and double IPAs from around the country, something that I've seen quite a bit and I've actually experienced and can kind of corroborate is the fact that, yes, sometimes certain cans and certain beers are better or at least they mellow with time to where hmm. certain flavors are brought out more. The beer is kind of quote unquote peaking. So hmm. I'd be really curious to try this beer another week out and, um, to, you know, kind of remove myself from, you know, the <laughs> too much monkish if there's such a thing <laughs> and, uh, and, and kind of just revisit it. But overall, I mean, a four or five isn't a bad rating by any means. Oh, no, I'm I'm super impressed with this. The stone fruit on this is tremendous. Um, again, anytime that cellar maker delivers a beer with this flavor profile, or at least a, yeah. this approximate flavor profile, where I'm getting huge stone fruit, I just I just get excited. I get giddy, and I do taste <laughs> I, I do taste the Alvarado as well there with maybe the, I don't know if it was the yeast. I, I don't know enough about beer to know to be quite honest, but. I can definitely taste the Alvarado presence there too. And after patiently waiting a year since their last collaboration, I'm happy to report back that this is a winner. And Big Lots, hey, stop. Hey, Big Lots, stop hating on Cellar Maker and Alvarado, okay? <laughs> Big wigs. If anything, it's free promotion. Yeah, Jeez. come on. And what better promotion than two of the best breweries I, you know, easily on the West Coast, if not the country? So come on. They don't know, what the, they don't know what's up. They don't know what's up, man. <laughs> All right, Jay. Well, uh, where can folks send you recommendations for doggy treats? <laughs> Damn, that was a good one. Um, I write at humble, com. You can find me on Twitter and on untapped at Jay Torres. And I'm on Instagram at Bay Area Beer Life. I finally decided to create a personal Instagram yes. page. So uh, those <laughs> of you out there on Instagram who follow us on our show account at IBU Podcast. Hit me up. I'm at IBU underscore Nick. So you can find me there. Uh, hit me up. I'll be posting some pictures of beers and hopefully adding something of substance to the craft beer community on Instagram. Finally. And Finally. Uh, and <laughs> you can always find me on Untapped as well. My page is at, or my profile is at Nick Pro on Untapped. And finally, follow our show account on Twitter at IBU Podcast. Drop us suggestions for beers you'd like for us to sample, tech topics you'd like for us to cover. Uh, continue to subscribe to the show. Tell a friend if you like what you're hearing. Leave us a review. Leave us any kind of feedback. We, we really are all ears. We're really having a blast doing this. Can't wait to join you again next week for another show. And until then, Jay. And until then, Nick. Cheers, man. Cheers.
you, fuck you, fuck you. You're cool, and I'm out of here. Remember Half Baked? Have you seen Half Baked? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I'm going to pull, cool. pull a Scarface. That's funny, man.